the handling of PW2. This was the supergrass who had extensive testimony of Fillory's involvement. The lawyers codenamed this protracted legal debate Moorgate. And this was an accusation that Dave Cook in particular had fed evidence to PW2. It was hugely, hugely complex and involved. But the allegations against Dave Cook were really very serious and went to the integrity of the whole murder team, but particularly Dave Cook. So Moorgate focused on the sterile corridor that should be kept between the murder investigation team and the handlers debriefing the second supergrass to stop the evidence being contaminated. For various reasons, and partly because PW2 was not in custody, he made numerous calls to Dave Cook, leading the murder inquiry. These calls were disclosed by Cook to the defense, who used this as an abuse of process argument to persuade the judge PW2 was being coached. The judge agreed. The second supergrass was dismissed as a witness and Fillory was severed from the case, effectively allowed to walk free. Yeah, I was furious. I was so disappointed. And I just thought, yeah, now I can see the, the, the cracks are beginning to show. Fillory was discharged on the 15th of February 2010. But the pre-trials would go on for another year. So the loss of that one supergrass couldn't have been completely fatal to the trial. David Cook and his team made mistakes. But to put the blame on them is a complete travesty of justice. They were working, if you like, they were carrying the burden of four previous investigations, three of which were conducted without any real purpose, it seems, of getting to the truth. They were carrying the burden at that stage, two and a half decades, of what we had been told was the corruption within the police that had prevented these investi previous investigations from getting anywhere. Then soon after, the prosecution hit another snag. 18 boxes of evidence were discovered in police possession, which had not been disclosed to the defence earlier. The judge punished the prosecution by releasing the four remaining murder suspects from custody. These boxes, by the way, from Operation Nigeria to Bridges, were the first time the new murder team realised the extent of recent Fillory's involvement with the media. The next major, major shock is when we lose custody time limits, and that means that all the defendants are freed. Up to then, all of them but Fillory had been serving in first of all Belmarsh and then Wandsworth. This was devastating because, of course, our protected witnesses, some of them are very scared, particularly PW3. And now, of course, the very people that they are scared of are walking the streets. We'll never know how much of an influence that had on subsequent events with PW3. The evidence of PW3, the third supergrass, who placed the getaway driver at the scene of Daniel's murder, became more bizarre and unreliable. Another blow. I believe that when the suspects were released, that this person became so scared that rather than withdrawing their evidence, PW3 embroidered it deliberately and made it so fantastical that it became unusable. And then, after a year more of legal wrangling, another disclosure nightmare. Contractors found more boxes of evidence 
in a disused police building with background on PW1, the first supergrass. And that was just a complete cock-up. It was no individual's fault and there was no conspiracy. Some cleaner or somebody had been going through an old disused police building and just found these boxes.